Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Pamela Brewer welcoming you to this edition of 530, which is exclusive here to Mind Talk. 530 is a series about a gentleman by the name of Jim Brown who has been a member of the Mind Talk team for the 25 years that we have been on the air. And Jim was diagnosed with mixed dementia on 530, hence the name of the program is 530. And I'd like to say welcome back to Jim. Welcome to the other side of the mic here on Mind Talk. Thank you. One of the things that we were talking about um, today, Jim, was that you weren't really sure what you wanted to talk about today. And so I took that as an opportunity to do a little research on my own uh, about some of the resources that are available. Now, much of what I'm going to share is taken liberally from the Alzheimer's Association website, which is ALZ as in zebra.org. But Jim, one of the things that struck me um, that I'd really like to hear your uh, comments on was Alzheimer's has many, the Alzheimer's Association has many national partners, which I didn't know and I'm gonna assume a lot of people don't know. And the first one that comes up on their list is the African Methodist Episcopal Church as working together on a nationwide effort to better reach African Americans and to provide the community with support and information. They share some interesting studies, which I, I'm just gonna share a little piece with you and then I wanna get your take on this, Jim. Uh, according to this uh, article, studies indicate that while whites make up the majority of the more than five million Americans with Alzheimer's disease, African-Americans are about twice as likely as older whites to have Alzheimer's or other dementias. One of the things that I have asked you and that people have repeatedly asked you from the beginning of your 530 program is why are you talking about this? You're an African-American man. This is not something that is talked about in the community very often, and yet now what I'm, I'm finding is that the African Methodist Episcopal Church has, is doing work in this area, recognizing the need for certainly persons of color to have a greater understanding and awareness of this disease. What's your thought about that? They're right in line with why you wanted to do this program to begin with. Uh, it's it's amazing that you you ran across that research because that's that's exactly what we need. Um, we, we, we're so unaware of 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 this condition to the point we don't know what to think. Uh, we know that there's things that are going on with us, but we don't know. When I say we, I'm not even we as black people. We know that there are things going on with us, but we don't know exactly what they are. And because we kept in the dark, especially as far as the research is concerned, uh, 
can't put any kind of clear meaning to uh, to anything that uh, we don't clearly understand. Uh, we know it exists, but we don't know how to how to verbalize it. We don't know how to think about it. We don't know how to make it a part of our daily lives because even though it is a part of our daily lives, we don't know how to verbalize it. So uh, I'm glad you, 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 you're talking about this in that way because I need to follow up on it more, to read more upon it, and to find out exactly what's, what's going on. And it helps me to understand better what's going on with me. The, I, I, I want to talk to you some more about uh, some of the conversations that you had, um, or actually one com comment that um, your neurologist um, made to you, uh, I think about a week or two ago. But, but I wanna, before I get to that, I want to share some more about the resources that are available that, again, were surprising to me. The Mexican uh, Consulate and Ventanilla de Salud is a program that is implemented through 50 Mexican consulates in the United States to help persons in the Hispanic Latino communities across the country. And of course, their goal is similar to the goals of the uh, African AME Church, to the Alzheimer's organization in general, and that is to uh, increase access to primary and preventive health services, increasing health coverage, increasing the supply and quality of culturally sensitive services. And, you know, I think, uh, I, I recall, and we've already talked about this, but I recall a conversation that you shared with us uh, several months ago in which you discovered for the first time in your life, and you are now in your very late 70s, that there was a history of Alzheimer's in your family. And no one ever talked about it, no one ever named it that, it was just kind of a thing that happened. And I think that if we have more culturally sensitive awareness of how to talk to people from different cultures, how to elicit information from people of different cultures, that we might actually get more of the information that we really do need. What's your thought about that, Jim? Well, I, you know, when you say there's a history of it in my family, uh, one person in the family made a comment that uh, that a lot of people in our family that that may have had Alzheimer's or may have be suffering from dementia, and uh, that says to me that it's it's been around a long time, but it also says to me that it's been around a long time in a lot of families. Yes. Not necessarily my family, but my family does. I'm not going to dispute the fact that my family doesn't have have uh, have folks who about uh, you know uh, uh, amount, uh, uh, across the years who have had uh, this condition, but nobody knows anything about it because nobody talks about it. Right. Nobody knows anything about it. So. Because we don't know anything about it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It just means that we don't know anything about it. And we don't talk about it because we don't know exactly what it is. Uh, we don't understand uh, what it's about. We Education is so critical. Yeah. Well, it, it, we don't understand. And because we don't understand, so we don't talk about it. Uh, and, and if we talk about it, we talk about it in negative terms, which doesn't give us any information because then 
people stop talking. Right. Right. There's another organization which is entitled the National Hispanic Council on Aging. Uh, and they also are working to engage in the communities to recruit uh, volunteers who, again, will play a, a valuable role in uh, reaching out the hit to Hispanic and Latino communities. And then the, the last organization that I ran into, which is probably by no means the last, but it's the last one that I was able to find, is SAGE. And SAGE is Services and Advocacy for Gay, Lesbian, Bisexual, and Transgender Elders. SAGE is, in fact, I didn't know this, the country's largest and oldest organization dedicated to improving the lives of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender older adults. They, too, are working with the Alzheimer's organization to, to, to create initiatives and activities that will connect chapters together for training, for... Uh, identifying and pursuing and new resources and, of course, education. So I think what I'm saying is certainly these are places to begin to look. As I said, I have quoted liberally from the uh, Alzheimer's Association website, which is alz.org. They have many, many resources there. Uh, and I would recommend that en anyone, everyone, whether you uh, think you may have Alzheimer's yourself or one of the other dementias, whether you're a caregiver or you, this particular organization is working hard on the behalf of so many. So I would certainly urge you to take a look at their uh, website. There are one of the things that the doctor, your neurologist said to you uh, when you met with him a couple of weeks ago and you were talking to him about one of your concerns was he said, well, how much do you think this has to do with the fact that you're 79? And it struck me, and we've talked about it, but I do want to just go into it a little bit further after the break, that it's so easy to confuse what might be a natural, potentially a natural part of aging with something that is perhaps more than that. So I know we need to take a break. We will do that. And when we come back, we will continue this conversation about really how to kind of think about what's happening in your life that's different. And is it potentially aging or is it potentially something else? And that something else might not be Alzheimer's or dementia at all, but it's worth considering. And I think it's worth revisiting. I'm not quite sure, but I do know that, uh, it's very important to me that uh, I continue to involve myself, <coughs> involve myself with uh, with people and with things and with the world events and so forth, so that I can stay up on things. Uh, without my cell phone, without the television, without uh, uh, my ways means of communicating with people, I can't keep track of what day it is unless I have communicated with someone that day or communicating with someone the day before to tell them exactly what it is because I'm not going to remember whether this is Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday unless I have seen it on my cell phone or hear it on television that today is Monday. Uh, 
that's those are the kind of things that that are, that goes on with 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 me in my condition, and it it's not uh, uh, normal for people not to understand. I think if I would ask you what day it is, you know what day today is. Uh, I'd have to think about what day it is. Okay. You know, there and what something else that, that comes to mind as you say that is that there are lots of uh, aids, and you know, you can look under medical under medical supply houses. You can look under mobility aids, because um, as you were talking about the time of day, I know there are clocks that have very large numbers, and they will indicate the day that it is, the time of day that it is, and whether it's a.m. or p.m. There are also some clocks that will actually speak the time, day, et cetera, and there are some that won't. So, I mean, you know, there are lots of aids out in the world today that didn't exist years back. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll continue. My name is Pamela Brewer. You're listening to Jim Brown, and we are having a discussion about Alzheimer's and dementia. Don't go away. We'll be right back. One of the, well, let me just start with the, the point that you just made, you know, not being sure what day it is. You know, if you're not sure what day it is, but then you're able to retrieve it later, that may or may not be a memory issue beyond the fact that you're getting on in years a bit and for the moment. I guess the key thing is that if you can retrieve the thing that you're aware of, um, that at the moment you don't remember, that might not be dementia or Alzheimer's at all. That might be a normal natural process that's going on. Uh, if you go to, I mean, how many times have all of us gone to a room and then say, now what did I come in here for? If, as I understand it, if a realization of what you went into that room for comes to you, that might be different from you're in the room, you don't know why you're in the room, you're not quite sure where the room is. So there are lots of things that really do require our um, getting more information rather than being so afraid of that diagnosis. So I guess we're back to education again, huh, Jim? I would say so. I am... Uh not worried about. I don't have many situations where I don't where, where where I lose perspective and don't know why I'm at a place or in the situation that I'm in. I may uh, be in one room and go to another room and not remember exactly why I came in there, but I don't. I will not not know uh, that room or what I'm in what I'm in there for. Uh, uh, if you understand what I'm saying, I do. Okay. Um, so I'm not I'm not too too worried about that. What I'm worried about is the fact that uh, if you don't uh, if you didn't ask me uh, if you don't ask me what day is today, uh, 
I would never think about what day it is until you ask me. You ask me what day it is, and I'll tell you uh, if I remember. If I don't remember, then I worry about not remembering what day it was. But it won't bother me if I don't, if I'm not asked to pinpoint that day. If you ask me what time of day it is, uh, I very quickly can tell you, you know, that it's, it may be uh, 5.15 p.m. today. Or, or I might be able to tell you something else. But I will not be able to tell you that today is 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 Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, or, 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 or Saturday, unless I think about it for a minute. There have been uh, a couple of times when, a few times when I've noticed behaviors that seem unusual and you may or may not have been aware that they were unusual. You may or may not recall that something actually happened. And I know that you and I have talked about that before. And sometimes you really just don't remember. You just don't have an awareness of that moment and that behavior. That could be. Uh, it may that I don't remember, don't remember, I don't recall it. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't. I, I can't comment on things I just don't know. But I do know that there are times when, when, uh, when you've asked me things that, uh, in my mind, uh, happen. I remember them happening one way, and you remember them happening a different way. Uh, that that happens uh, uh, from time to time. But I don't recall a time when I totally forget everything. Uh, it may be there are times when I totally forget everything, but I don't remember those times. Well, you know, you don't remember what you don't remember. I right. Mean, that's, that is what it is. Um, but for someone who has been so intellectually and socially active, uh, as a social activist, as an intellectual, as a teacher, a trainer, a consultant, a mentor, the the changes that you're now experiencing, they can be a tough pill to swallow sometimes. It is because you 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 expect it to remember certain things and you don't, and you, I get, I do get upset when I don't recognize, I don't realize a body of knowledge that I know I have and I can't uh, respond to it quickly enough for myself. It bothers me when that happens. But it's not that I forgot it. It's just that it's I just can't recall. I might be able to recall it immediately. But it don't mean that I lost that knowledge. It's just that uh, uh, the speed at which I recall it is slow. And and some of that, as I understand it, may have to do with the vascular issue. But I would say, from from at least from my perspective, that the long-term memory is pretty okay. I mean, you remember things and people and moments, and can really have a, you know, an engaging time and conversation talking about those. One of the another warning sign, if you will, that 
would suggest that someone has uh, is having some difficulty beyond I forgot this thing in the moment is when you have challenges in planning or solving problems and what do you say about that? Do you think that you've had those experiences where sometimes the concentration that it might take might take you a little bit longer now versus then to figure stuff out or to remember it or to come up with a plan? It may be. It may be. Uh, there may be times when I'm uh, when there are technical problems that I run into. It may take me longer to to figure out a solution to a particular problem than it normally would have taken. Uh, and it may be an old problem that I had come, in con that I had, had come across a long time ago. And uh, to resolve the issue, uh, I have to think about it longer and figure out exactly how to solve that particular problem. I mean, I've run into several problems like that on the computer where I had to, to really go over it and over, over it several times before I could figure out exactly what the solution is. But it's not something that uh, that I uh, I um, I worry about because it only happens, I only worry about it when it comes up and I can't solve it. Uh, simple uh, software problems that I run across that that I normally could, could solve right away um, takes me a little longer to solve now. Some of it has to do with the fact that technology has changed a bit. And my just a hair. <laughs> right. <laughs> and my way of solving it, my my, my method of, of resolving an issue uh has to also change. And unless I'm doing it every day, uh I may not come up with the solution right away, but I will come up with the solution if I stick with it long enough. That much. That's that's how much faith I have in myself in terms of being able to to stay on top of things. And I think that faith um, that you have in yourself is a large part of what allows you to even have these conversations. Um, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back uh, for a brief moment. So don't go away, folks. You're listening to Jim Brown, and he has been the managing producer, engineer of Mind Talk for these past and entire 25 years. We'll be right back. Another uh, one of the issues that could happen for some people who are experiencing Alzheimer's is um, understanding visual images, and there may be some challenges with vision problems, um, just sort of in general. But in fact, you went to uh, have your eyes checked recently, and you had cataract surgery, I believe. Your eyes are great. 
Um, doctor told you to come back in a year. I think doctor said a year, not sure. So again, because you have a diagnosis doesn't mean you experience every single sign and symptom of that diagnosis. And you can't attribute everything to that diagnosis. And I say that not only to the folks who are experiencing this issue, or really any diagnosis, but the, to those who are the caregivers as well. Everything doesn't equal everything else. That can be a challenge sometimes to figure out which is what. Um, one of the things that I was am amused about um, was the um, the idea that uh, if you forget how to use, and, and the, the example that's given is if you occasionally need help to use a microwave or record a TV show, maybe that's not thing. Maybe that's you're getting older, as you said, technology has changed um, and things are different. It's if you have no idea how to use it or no idea how to turn on the television that it might be something that's different. I was amused because people who know me know that me and uh, cooking things have long been the bane of my existence. So that would not be a sign for me. Uh, yeah, I hear you. And <laughs> the biggest, the biggest concern that we should do, and not so we don't confuse people, is that I don't have those kinds of problems. Right. Uh, um, I know how to turn a microwave on, how to turn a television on, and how to how how to do those kinds of things. Those those things are not things that I have problems with. But people who have no technical knowledge whatsoever. Uh, may not be able to to troubleshoot and find out how to get a microwave to work if they don't know how to. I can. I can do that. Uh, so it's 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 level of understanding that we must have, and not to just because a particular task can't be performed at the moment, to label that as as a uh, as a as a sign of anything other than what it is exactly so moment. so i'm glad you made that point exactly so when y you and i have these conversations jim would you say they're easy for you effortless or they're a struggle sometimes sometimes they're struggles because it depends as well as you and i may know each other still you may pose a question a certain way that will not necessarily trigger my memory or trigger my thought patterns uh, and that's that can be with anyone it is not it's not peculiar to to you and I but it's also uh, interesting that we should know each other well enough to be able to ask any question and come to any kind of of uh, thoughtful uh, dialogue about that question and, and that's what I'm attempting to do uh, I don't find it it difficult. I find it interesting that I can do that, and I don't mind doing it. I don't mind sharing how I think and what's going on with me with people, uh, because I think the more I do that, the more people will understand what this condition is and what it's like and how how maybe to um, to do some things to to help it. Jim, how are we doing on time? We now have 
uh, uh, just a little over two minutes to go. Okay, so don't have a lot of time. Um, I would like to talk about, um, and this is just sort of letting folks know where we're going to be going in future conversations. I uh, would like to begin to talk about the potential progression of Alzheimer's and um, other dementias in the days coming forward, not for you specifically, but in general. Um, and I want to do that in part because we're going to be taking a break from doing 5.30 for a bit. And we've talked about that, but you're looking at me with surprise. Yeah, because I didn't know we were going to do that, but maybe we will. I don't know. Well, we'll think about it. That's we'll an example of a conversation that we've had. Yeah. Um, that may have slipped your gotten out of your memory banks. I remember we did that, but I don't, I, I don't remember any 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 specific conclusion that we came to. Okay. Now Again, we, slipped now, out of your memory banks, now and we have a, now we have less than a minute to go. So even though it slipped out of your memory banks, we don't have time now to put it back in your memory banks. So it's one of the things we'll be talking about in the days to come, folks. I do appreciate your joining us. I know that I speak on behalf of Jim as well. Thank you for your support over the years of Mind Talk. We will be back next week with another edition of 530. If you would like to be in touch with either Jim or I, you can always send an email to Pamela at mindtalk.org. That's P-A-M-E-L-A at Mindtalk, M-Y-N-D-T-A-L-K dot O-R-G. Mindtalk is available to you on many sites, including the website. I look forward to hearing from you. The Again, the email address is Pamela at Mindtalk.org. And folks, thank you for joining us. And remember always, if it's unacceptable, that's what it is. Take care. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.